You may have these books in your back issue bin. They're trending, they're spiking, and we're here to tell you why. Another week, another list, and our Overstreet Price Guide advisor will hit you with number 10. We have had so much lead time on this book, I have no idea how people missed it. Number 10 on the list, Wakanda, number four, the second print. This is brand new this week, and we are seeing $10 average sales and a high raw sale of $15. It's the first cover appearance of Kime, who is Tosin's girlfriend. Now, this book was solicited six weeks ago, right after we talked about the first print of this book on this very list. If you guys were not paying attention to your previews, if you didn't talk to your shop owners, you probably missed it, and I think more people should have been paying attention. Separating themselves from the rest of the Wakandans, a lack of reliance on vibranium has already put them in a different group altogether. But then you have the sisterhood who is not looked at very fondly, and that's the group that Kime's from. More magic users. I'm getting some real Romeo and Juliet vibes here. Yeah, Tosin and Kime are definitely not supposed to have fallen for each other, but of course they do. And it's really cool in this issue, you see Kime use uh, her magic abilities to just take out Abomination single-handedly, which is no small feat. I'm really excited to see where these two characters end up going, especially when you consider that John Ridley's run on Black Panther now just wrapped up this week with issue number 15, so who knows whether or not the next writers are going to utilize these two characters he created. This next book is affordable. It's badass, and it's trending all at the same time. Number nine on the list, Daredevil 183, the first battle between the Punisher and Matt Murdock, the Daredevil. $20 average sales and a recent high CGC 9.8 of $270 for this perpetually relevant book. This book is an amazing cover and definitely one that I know people are always looking for. An increase of 200% in copies sold after the news broke that John Bernthal was reprising his role as Frank Castle, the anti-hero, the Punisher. And seeing itself for just under $300 for a 9.8, I didn't even really need news to feel good about that price. This book is awesome. It's a major moment for both characters. It's a great cover, and the heights it reached for a 9.8 direct market copy was 350 It hasn't dropped much. In the lead-up to Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, at the end of 2021, we were getting rumors saying that Charlie Cox and Daredevil would be making some sort of cameo appearance in that movie. That did turn out to be true, but because of all those rumors, we had uh, Daredevil Netflix-related books spiking up because of the implications of how that would work when you bring the Netflix characters into the MCU proper. Now, when you look at the full trending 20 on Key Collector, there were a total of five books out of that entire list of 20 that were Punisher-related, and we're just, we're just getting started here on this list, so stay tuned. Utilize code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. You support the show, but get access to the app in its entirety. You can do a character search, break down every Punisher key appearance. I mean, this is perfect for collectors, but it's even more perfect on the hunt. Most of the time we see a Star Wars book spike, it's because of a movie or a Disney Plus show. This one's actually spiking because of a crossover event. Number eight on the list, we are seeing Star Wars Revelations number one from November of 2022. This is an $8 average sales and a high CGC 9.8 of $60. It's the first appearance of Ajax Sigma, a dastardly robot who's going to be featured in a new crossover series. Multiple Star Wars narratives, Dr. Aphra, Darth Vader, Star Wars, The Bounty Hunters, a crossover event with the only solicitation hint being this quote, first, it comes for the metal, which is a direct quote from the comic book here as it pertains to Ajax Sigma, who was featured in the High Republic and has found his way to the current timeline. Yeah, Ajax Sigma was a droid revolutionary from the High Republic days who tried to lead an uprising against the Jedi Council, but was killed in battle by a lightsaber from a Jedi. And his memory core, his little brain ball, kind of similar to what we had in Westworld, 
uh, was recovered from that battle and sort of passed along hand to hand throughout the centuries. Uh, it eventually ended up in Han Solo and Chewbacca's hands, but they decided to bury it in a forest because they knew he was no good. The droids didn't stop, however. They searched, they found him, and they rebuilt him. Clearly, he's coming back. He's essentially a Cylon. An increase of 136%, Butch. In copies sold. I want to know what the community thinks in the comment section. What do you think about Star Wars comics? What do you think about this upcoming event? Are you going to be buying them? Are you going to be reading them? And let's take a look at number seven on the list because right now we're beginning to see some of the first rumors, the first spec to take place on Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Number seven on the list. We're talking about Marvel Team Up issue number nine from 1973. In this issue, we have the first meeting and battle between Spider-Man and Kang the Conqueror. $75 average sales. The most recent CGC sale was a 7.5, sold for $90. 9.8, we haven't seen one sell since 2020 when it reached 560 bucks, probably because there's only seven copies on the census. An increase of 667% in copies sold because of Kang? Probably. But more because of Spider-Man. Tom Holland news. Well, kind of. Yeah, I would call these rumors instead of news. We're getting rumors that Tom Holland has signed a new deal for a new trilogy of Spider-Man films. That's not that big of a rumor, I guess. I, I kind of felt like that was coming. But what we have here also that's interesting that's driving this book up in particular is rumors that Tom Holland will be the top build star in Avengers Kang Dynasty, potentially even the leader of the Avengers during that movie. So we can see why that would push the first meetup between him and Kang in the comics. All we have to do is watch Tom Holland's social media because he's going to leak the news himself. He is absolutely the worst loose lip for this guy. I love you, Tom, but every single time a rumor comes out, he's the one that leaked it. Speaking of rumors, this next book had an increase of over 1,000% in copies sold week over week because of no credible Sources. However, we're talking about Punisher War Journal, issue number six, the first battle between Punisher and Wolverine. Hell, a book that spiked years ago for the same reason that we were chatting about earlier, Daredevil News, Matt Murdock being featured in Spider-Man No Way Home. But we're talking about this outside of being a Jim Lee cover because of spec that we may see Punisher go up against Wolverine. We've been talking about Wolverine a lot, Deadpool a lot, with no updates about Deadpool 3. So the spikes have been happening, but there's been no new news. I think this is more of the same. People are searching for Wolvie keys or searching for Frank Castle keys, and then this book popped up. Number six on the list, Punisher War Journal number six. We are seeing $20 average sales and $191 for a CGC 9.8. This is a two-part series, so if you want both of them, you you should pick up both number six and number seven. Amazing Jim Lee covers on this one. We actually talked about this book in the middle of 2021. So it's another one of those books that is just becoming perpetually relevant. Is this going to happen every time we have Punisher rumors? We start talking about Punisher fighting Daredevil and Punisher fighting Wolverine and Punisher for fighting Deadpool and Punisher fighting Moon Knight and whoever. He just fights a lot of people and we're just going to put him on the list, I guess. I don't know how much I believe the rumors that we're going to see John Bernthal's Punisher making an appearance in Deadpool 3. That movie already feels kind of cluttered and we're already bringing in the 20th Century Fox characters into the MCU and adding the Netflix characters on top of that just feels, it's too complicated, it's too muddy. I don't think it'll happen in Deadpool 3, potentially sometime in the future, depending on how long John Bernthal sticks around as Punisher. How long see it. we have Logan, you know, right. Hugh Jackman, like there's a lot of uh, potentials for this book to not pay off, especially when you consider that it reached heights of $400 during the comic boom. Wow. This sentence is going to sound a little weird. 
But this could be a really cool Disney horror movie, which I didn't think I'd ever say. Haunted Mansion number one from 2016 is right here at number five on the list. We're seeing $25 average sales with a high 9.8 of $100 back in November. An increase of copies sold of 750%. Clearly, the trailer that dropped this past week is moving the needle, and rightfully so. It looks like fun. It looks spooky, but it's all about this casting list. We got Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Lakeith Stanfield. I'm excited to see Frank Reynolds himself, Danny DeVito, in this movie. You also got Ryan Gosling, Rosario Dawson, Winona Ryder, and Dan Levy from Tom's favorite show in the whole world, Shit's Creek. It's not my favorite show, but everybody needs to watch it. It's fantastic, and it gets better after the first few episodes. I want to know your thoughts. Are you going to go see this Disney horror flick? Let me know in the comment section below. Four days left to sign up for one of the most stacked mystery mail calls we have ever made. Link in the description down below to sign up. Join the community. Give us an excuse to send you funny books every month. We're sending out a Disney property. Darkwing Duck, Johnny DeJardins, One Per Box, Virgins going out at random. We brought to press... Book of Slaughter, which is a $10 MSRP. It's a thick one with a zoo or zoo cover as well. Virgins going out at random. And we do have a special book going in one per box. Virgins going out at random. I'm going to announce it today. I teamed up with Bryce Comics. Shout out to my brother over on YouTube. Go follow him. He has this beautiful Miles Morales cover, and I bought a bunch, one per box. Miles, Darkwing, and Book of Slaughter, something is killing a children's option. What more do you need? Link in the description. Join the community, and Ryan, hit him with number four. Before I do that, I want to point out that we get so many messages asking people to get older Mystery Mail Call variants, and I have to tell them, sorry, you missed out. You have to get it the month it's available. Otherwise, you got to go find it somewhere else. So, like, listen to Tom. He's got good. He's got good input. True. All right, back to business. Number four on the list: Marvel superheroes Secret Wars, issue number seven. This is the first appearance of Julia Carpenter, the second Spider Woman that debuted in nineteen eighty four. Twenty dollar average sales, a CGC nine point eight, hitting two hundred and fifty dollars. This book has been hovering around the two to three hundred dollar marker for years now, for good reason. I mean, she's probably going to be in across the Spider Verse. We see her on the poster. Whether it be a glimpse appearance, it's still reason to spec. But you also have the live action Madam Web movie that. Yes, I can't believe it. It's not only happening, it's already been filmed and it's slated for early next year. 153% increase in copies sold because of these rumors, but last time we talked about this book, it was because it was the first time we saw She-Hulk battle Titania. I think we talked last week about these uh, Sony Spider-Man spin-off movies and how strange they feel, but Madam Web feels particularly odd, especially because we really don't know a whole lot about it. Especially when you consider that it's done filming, we didn't get any sort of like set leaks or photos that I can recall at least. We only have one confirmed role in the movie, too. Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey is going to be playing Madam Web, but we have all these other actors cast in the movie, like Adam Scott and uh, Sidney Sweeney, playing mystery roles that we're not really sure, and the spec here is maybe that Sidney Sweeney will be playing Julia Carpenter, Spider-Woman, but it's all kind of just a big question mark right now. Light spoilers about this next book, but Mandalorian Season 3 is out, Episode 2 dropped, and it's got these Star Wars fans shaken. Number three on the list, Star Wars number 69. We are seeing $18 average sales and a high CGC 9.8 for $129. This book is the first time we see the Mythosaur and we only see its skeleton. But again, spoiler alert, guys, at the end of the latest Mandalorian, we actually get to see one in action. An increase of 675% in copies sold after this beast was featured in the show. And this Creature has so many connections to Mandalorian lore. I mean, it's even part of their symbol. And to everyone's shock, one still exists, which means the ruler of Mandalore is still up for grabs. 
Yeah, apparently there's some ancient prophecy, because there always is an ancient prophecy, especially in Star Wars, but there's another ancient prophecy here that says to rule Mandalore, somebody has to tame a mythosaur, which was kind of always left up to doubt because they were supposed to be extinct or even mythological, never even real in the first place. But we got a glimpse of one at the end of this last episode, so now we are sort of wondering, maybe one of these two characters, either Bo-Katan or Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, will end up being the leader of Mandalore in the future. Who knows? I looked forward to seeing this comic rank so high on the list all week long. At the list at number two, Porn Sack Pizza Shouts, Good Asian, well-deserved, one of the best comic reads at the end of 2021 going into 2022. Yeah, there's a reason I like keep this copy sitting right here, right behind me in every video. It's one of my favorite books I think I've read in years. Uh, it actually ranked number two on my personal list of top 10 books of 2021 behind Nice House on the Lake, actually. Uh, in retrospect, now that both series are done, I think I got it backwards. I think Good Asian is my favorite book of 2021. It's great. It just got optioned for a TV show this week by James Wan's production company, who I also love. Director of Saw, the first one, the good one. Uh, and also Insidious, pretty cool movie. And he's also the director of Aquaman which is not only, uh, it's just the most financially successful DC movie ever made, you know, no big deal. $15 average sales, a CGC 9.8 hitting $95. I mean, outside of a spec reason to purchase this book, which I am on the hunt for, this is a volume, volume one and two, that everyone should pick up, probably multiple copies of, because you're going to want to lend it out. I've already done so multiple times. A 1930s crime noir. It's a page turner. The art is amazing. The colors are vibrant, and the writing is superb. True. Yeah, you want to give a special shout-out to the artist Alexander Defenke as well. Yeah, the art in here is really cool. The colors pop. There's also a deluxe 10-issue complete hardcover dropping in May, which I have already pre-ordered two copies of because I love this book and I'm going to give the other one away to somebody. I don't know who, but I'll figure it out. 838% increase in copies sold, and I figure we're going to see this on the list again as more details are revealed. I love seeing this book land so high on the list because we chatted about it first when it broke records and it was selling incredibly well. Mm -hmm. That's actually why this book trended in the first place. It's, it wasn't because of option status. It wasn't even because of the idea that it could be optioned. Now it's come full circle and people are realizing that Pornsack is one of the best writers of our generation. Yeah, true. Go check out his other book, Sandman Universe, Dead Boy Detectives. Infidel. Right. He's got some good stuff. This, all, this book also won the Eisner Award for Best Limited Series in 2021. I feel like that's getting glossed over here too. This is a fantastic book. I'm going to shut up about it because I'll, I'll go all day on this. <laughs> And that brings us to number one on the list. The number one most popular trending comic book that collectors and investors are buying right now. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. We've been making this video for nearly five years straight every single week without skipping a beat. The number one trending book this week is Amazing Spider-Man issue 129, the first appearance of The Punisher. Which makes sense. We've been talking about it this whole list. John Bernthal is reprising his role of the Punisher in the MCU in the upcoming show Daredevil Born Again on Disney+. Plus, Which is slated to have 18 episodes, which is the longest episodic featured on Disney+, Plus as it pertains to Marvel shows. I mean, WandaVision, She-Hulk, under 10 episodes. So clearly they're doing something special here. But this is an expensive book. And an increase of 100% in copies sold when compared to some of these other books may sound small. But when we tell you the prices, it's going to make sense. So we're going to say a 2.7 thousand average sale. And that considers all grades. But we have a recent high sale of $27,600. That was on February 27th at Heritage Auctions. Keep in mind that... Only four months before that, we saw one at 38400 
also at Heritage Auctions on November 20th. That is a difference of almost $11,000 in four months. The market is all over the place. And note, we did not say eBay for either of those high sales. Correct. I mean, CGC 9.8 for a blue chip book, a major bronze age key that this is, seldomly takes place on the traditional sites. These are all on heritage. And when we're talking heritage as part of the playing field, we typically reserve that analysis for the hot 10. However, this book isn't spiking like crazy because it's so expensive. But it's also worth noting that the heritage market is very different than others. That is very true. A lot of times if someone just wants to go buy a book, pull the trigger, they're going to go to eBay. They're going to search for whatever they can. Heritage, you're going to see people that are willing to spend more money and they're willing to be patient. We also know that there are deep pocket buyers that have paid people to watch Heritage and actually bid for them, which is why you will see such a widespread of some of these high dollar books. You can see an all time high of $57,000 for this exact same book in a 9.8. Was that someone that felt eager or was it just more speculation? I took some time this morning to look at GPA sales. I went through year by year and every time there was a sale that was much bigger than what we're reporting on today, 90% of them were found on either Comic Connect or Heritage. So something to keep in mind when we're talking about these high-end sales, it matters where they're selling. And when you're considering moving that type of book, it makes sense why we see them over there more than other platforms. This is cool and all. We've gotten uh, Daredevil, we've gotten Kingpin, and now we've got The Punisher making the jump from Netflix to the MCU. But I want to know where the hell Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are. Like, come on, let's get on it. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough? Said, this, this chair spins around. At the end of the month, I'm going to be giving away a House of Secrets 92 on whatnot. You already knew that. But what you didn't know is I have at least eight different variants I plan on dropping, and I'm going to drop them at cover price, $4. And I'm talking about stuff you know. Something is killing the children. Donny Cates vanish. Just follow me on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles through the link in the description You support the show. But after your first $10 purchase or more, you get a $10 credit. You're going to want to join me at MegaCon. I'm going to have the best deals at the show. I'm not the best deals of both shows because C2E2 is the same weekend. But I digress. Have a great weekend.